Shabbos for the third week, we'll be reading Sefer Shmot. Sefer Shmot has a number of themes, some halachic, some narrative. The narrative portion focuses upon two cognitive themes. The parable of the Verbal, if you will, of soil at the public level, and Moshe Rabbeinu is what begins as a very private life and moves on to a public one. This is relevant the cognates move side by side parallel directions and with that to both we move from a kind of inchoate infancy to gradual growth and development. In some respects this can be viewed as we survey the state as a whole. <coughs> In other respects, the number of foci which draw attention and which bring to bold relief these two developments. But the right to soil Moves dramatic. We start the Sefer with a list of names, barely more than you can count on your fingertips. Names which, moreover, at the outset generate little feeling and little awareness. Take a minor detail. If we and Sefer Shmos, the litany of names which we encounter, is that the Shvatim. Shvatim themselves, who, as the Pesach explains, of course, accompany Kletzis way down to, the, to Egypt. And yet, so very abstract. Their names, Lisa Shvatim, with no reference to their own names. As the tale proceeds, starting with Sefer Shmos, and moving on to Sefer Shmo, in so many respects, the continuation of Sefer Shmos, we then get lists of names specifying who is a particular Nasir Shafet was, specifying his lineage, what his parents had been, and here we get to much sharper terms, some details about the community and leadership. 
Shazeta we begin with that Israel. And as the nation expands, extends itself numerically, pursuing the direction which Yaakov Hiribe noted, Supposing you don't want an egg, or you don't like eggs, 
and bide the time, wait till the egg becomes a chicken, reflected the fact that already in utero, so to speak, one has been confronted not by a chicken, by, by an egg, but by a chicken. That's a parallel, distinctive aspect of the nature of the egg. <coughs> and likewise, the point was made, it says Mitzrayim bore dual character. On one hand, there was relief, exile, some degree of sovereignty, all that you had in Mitzrayim, and even had it says Mitzrayim led nowhere in the realm of sovereignty in Germany, that in itself was very meaningful. But of course, the truth is, that's not all that happened. It was not just a temporary, be a few months, be a few years, temporary release of Egyptian subjugation and bondage. That was precisely the point at which Christian Square as a nation was born. There speaks a number of places of the birth but fundamentally, it was the experience of becoming an, an, a national entity, which really says Mitzrayim, it's great significance to those. That's the kind of change that you had in progress Israel, graded, started with almost nothing, he moved step by step, and the course of this narrative, this story becomes a nation, not simply a nation amongst nations. Experiences Bechir Shisrael, Atul and it develops some unique character. Unique both internally with regard to the nature and character of Knesset generally, and likewise, if you wish, externally, the relationship to the Ben Shleilam, and within that context, the relationship to the international community. And here again, that which is hinted at in Sebesh Mos is elaborated upon subsequently, be it in Brigus Bilam, that's development on one side of Christ's world. As I've said, this is equally the development of a nation 
Evet, Sebastian, Sleeder, Spilder. And here there's one element which so sharply limits for us the difference between what happens at the beginning and what happens at the end. What happens to Moshe Rabbein? There's a parallel scene early in Seba Shemos and its very conclusion. Parallel in terms of the confrontation it's so different in terms of the result. Both at the beginning and at the end of Seba Shemos we find Moshe Rabbeinu unable as it were perhaps unwilling to confront Machu Shemayim. President Shechina is more than he can bear. So what happens? Well, Pastor Sneh describes just how much Rabbeinu sees his word to, to hide to evade, to dispose of responsibility and consequently to pass the buck to somebody else. Anybody you want, just not me. That's the point of departure in Shemos. Beginning Shemos. Likewise, to the end of the Seifel, there again, Meshul Abinu cannot confront, so he cannot overcome. Then it's most, as likewise, at the time of the construction of the Samikdash, its consecration, and part of Shabbat Melech. We have a similar point stressed. It's impenetrable. You can't go through it. There's a barrier and can't be penetrated. And Sukim indeed stressed that. Let's have a look We have to know to avoid Hashem Mishkan. Here's some respect of similar phenomena we had in the Pashas. There's Moshe, and there's Shechina, and there's the barrier. But for ourselves, this evasion, 
this failure, the inability to penetrate. How does that, at the end of the Sefer, compare with that at the beginning? That, of course, is what's the need in both, both occasions. Mishabinu found himself unable to penetrate for different reasons and different respects. Broadly speaking, the Pasha, the snare, we see his weakness. Can't do it, can't penetrate. But this is related not to one's obliviousness to Shechina, but to awareness of Shechina. Meshavir cannot penetrate because of Shemaleta Mishkan. Now that's an objective facet. There is. You can't get it. And you can't get in, in one respect, as opposed to says the question, Mishkan. If the room is very full, where is the room for an interloper? But there's also a subjective element. A recognition in the Parliament of that between confronting the Meshulam and the Meshulam's presence there's a barrier you can't get beyond and here you have not a Meshulam who is weak who hides but a Meshulam who has strength a spiritual perception the observation so what means front of the means the Meshavinu now is absorbed so much in the course of Sefer Shmuel's cannot penetrate for the same reason that he cannot fly. You don't have the tools, you don't have the wherewithal. You have a great deal but you have a sense of the barrier between humanity and divinity and yourself. That awareness is one of the primary elements which dominates the course of events in Sefer Shmos. We begin with Moshe Rabbeinu who dare not, who cannot stare the Bashim in the face. The roof is there to Moshe Rabbeinu who more than any mortal man is enabled, is licensed to do Shrine. And who instead fearing if he has a Bajrasana, he thirsts for the desire to see more, to know more. He wants to hear Gimamidis, but hear them not simply by way of retaining some kind of exoneration, but Aenas Chodecho. You want to see the covered, and the covered is in some space of metaphysical reality, 
Yani spiritual, spiritual astrological reality. This is a person of Ainu. Still, my mother is Sina, but we have a Having done that, undergone education experience, which has asked me to medrash, I did not speak. That stood Modi Modi. That's Meshra Benu. Fudra Yochel has different meaning. It's the ability to position yourself properly vis Partainous majesty and glory, even as he approached it with humility. Maybe we ask ourselves, each most because where is that stated? Does the people say for Shmos? Does the people say Vahikra? In Bamidva. And within the context, of relating, responding to the word of protest, maintaining silence, we are challenged. Because to become the other void, that required education. Which has Mishra Benu, who starts with weakness, moves on to occupy the apex, that which he had seen, which he might confront. And then it's to come back a bit, back to the human world, back to the national scene, back to the world responsibility of the issue. So there you have it. Same scene. Mr. Backing away, gripped by fear, overwhelmed, and Rishra Benu stands at the entrance of the portals of the Mishkan, and he's there to the term who goes in who doesn't go in, and knows that he himself can't go in. But how much growth, how much insight, how much humility and pride of one at the same time, generate in order to move from the snare to the Yochel at the end of So there you have it. The movement, the growth the with one hand as he saw the other throughout the Sefer. So indeed, it's an out of Sefer, it's all about the egg, which provides sustenance immediately if you need it, and wisdom, insight, spiritual, social capacity, if that's what you need. The change, almost a metamorphosis, 
spirit of Moshe Rabbeinu focuses particularly at the beginning, but not only at the beginning, on one factor. Leadership and responsibility. At the outset, Moshe Rabbeinu wants no part of it. He said trouble enough he went to the Mitzri and the moment of almost instinctive reflexive response he had disposed of him. Enough, they was the desert. No opponents there, no one challenges him. And there is no context of the prototype of Jewish history to be molded, to be experienced in the desert. The story of the Mitzri and the next round was easily his most enabled, created a social scene. He goes to Alechov and Alechov the urge Leadership, responsibility, if you will, in sense of authority, is there. The guy just leaves an emerging, nasty soil, growing up undisciplined, uneducated. So, yes, it's easy hand. Now, is easy. And the Muslim, after that incident, wants him to sue the man of leadership. And he was no part of it. But the Russian is persistent. And thrusts upon him the mantle of leadership. He wants it, doesn't want it. Misampele Ilaim, you have no choice. In the development of the Ghost Meshra Rabbeinu about the Sefer, nothing is more exciting, nothing more virtuary than the Sefer Meshra Rabbeinu from Shai Shepherd to the political, social, and spiritual force. Just to take two elements, two parcels, just suppose. One, Tamisna, and the subsequent exchange of ideas and offers and demands on the part of the Bashim and Bashabim's part. The Bashim implants him in the Catbird Seal leadership. And from there moves from one step to another. The experience of having some more leadership, each phase develops, lays the groundwork for the next phase. 
how remarkable is this exposition of Risha Rabbeinu fleeing Egypt, going off to build himself a family in some kind of desert reality. And Risha made a passage this way. comes and he sees Risha Rabbeinu sitting all day feel a need to initiate and feel the need to respond. He says, what's going on over here? We had your mind all day to sit and sit and sit. With family, with your own spiritual needs. Which of his responses, the test to be fulfilled, and it's to be done at all, it has to be done by me. And I repeat, those things Moshe Rabbeinu initiates and those who Christ initiates. The Ramban notes, both here, in Yisrael, subsequently, Pashat Zvarim, when he recapitulates, there's three distinct elements here. Kivarei Ham Zoshelokim, the question of their part for contact with Rishleilam, whether it's through some kind of crazy prophetic experience, whether it's by emulation, by inspiration, that's one facet. And one which the Ramban stands based purely fear to build a bridge between oneself Secondly, there is an administrative, a judicial, a political role. I have to adjudicate quarrels. I have to build the social fabric which will preempt struggles. Of the Tidam Yokeling Yitzhotav. And you know, just before, the Ramban does not focus so much upon this. Yore Abidosh Rokim. Two elements should be noted here. One, the quest which is initiated by the people themselves. They search. Secondly, where is the address? Where do they search? You're right. Why should I work so hard? What service system of judges will divide the work, division of labor? Make us answer that. You're right. But how do I cope? They come to me. And they come to me, even as this is the Mesh Rabbein Dono, we call each who says they come to me because they need to come to me. They could go talk as the charlatans, they go talk as the hacks. They're not looking for hacks. They're not shame they want. And for that they come to me. But beyond that, 
Yitzhak Yemesh Rabbeinu responds to demands presented by the community, by individuals within that community, Yemesh Rabbeinu says the need for education, for communication, for taking the truth, the values, which Moshe Rabbeinu had imbibed from the Rebbein Shleilam, which has been left the community. For that, I informed them, so different, so radically different, than the past of the snap. In this respect, Moshe Rabbeinu, apart from everything else that he was, is a first-class Supreme and superb Balchur. Balchur? Maisha Ben Adavis, which he had to back away? Not, not that kind of Shur. He has to reconstruct his personality, he has to mend his ways, he has to assume roles which he never dreamt of assuming. He went to Midian. Who else would have dreamt about was the palace house? Palace house, he probably took it easy. Maybe we had to play the piano. Maybe we had to play bridge. But not the pressure of responding to a nation clamoring at his door. But he was weaned away from that. And from the life of ease, of health, of comfort, which he led over there, he moves to a life of leadership and responsibility. And it's true means change, radical change, it's change the direction values, of trying to take a nation itself in the process of molding, gestating, set on the right path, to perceive its needs and respond to its needs. This Mr. Abenu indeed was a paragon of Chuba. He serves for us and in so many other respects, as a role model. None of us can be a Meshwabin. Through the Rambam, trying to stress in such exaggerated terms how much Pekirachis can mean. So the Rambam says you can be a tzaddik and a chacham and a leader like Meshwabinu, like Yehovah. He would build the nation or he would corrupt it. But fundamentally, we understand, we read that Rambam, it's rhetoric, partisan ideal, in order to make a point. But first, we'll be suffice, sufficient if we just made the point.
And the point is, we need the Moshe Rabbeinu of the beginning of Shmos and the end of Shmos. The Moshe Rabbeinu, we need perhaps a period of solitude. Time we like to speak of the 40 years of the desert, which they wanted to build to develop himself. He needed that and needed to build awareness of national needs and concern about national needs. And that, very Rabbi say, is part of what we need to do ourselves. We don't live as much as we did period of snare, total isolation, and with insouciant innocence concerning the world within which we've been implanted and where we need to go and develop. We can't wait 40 years for the opportunities and the needs to emerge. We've come to Yeshiva a yeshiva, this yeshiva. You know, to learn. And to learn means to grasp the, to absorb its knowledge, to forget its understanding, to build itself, as they tell Chacham, potentially, ultimately, hopefully, kinetically. But that's their all. Come here to develop intellectually, analytically. You come at the same time as the Meshra Benu, to become more sensitized, more aware of Malchus Shemaim, as it relates to the individual, the Ainus Kvedecha, as it relates to the nation. Finally, you come here not only in order to become potentially more of a leader, to develop your Shemaim, to develop Midas, to develop identity and concern, but you be your scene and your total scene. To develop the capacity and the yearning for acting above and beyond your own personal concerns, but the national, ultimately beyond that, the national scene, one within which becomes sensitive to needs, responsive to needs, and ready if you hear the Shrach Nabi Atishloch, to hear and to understand, there is no one who is exempt. Intimates is one leader you need. One Mashabim should sit behind me over the backyard, teaching, adjudicating, praying. Now the question is only how do you pick him? As if you organize a football team, you need one quarterback. The current state 
a person in the current state, the historic state, Christ's soil, as a nation, suffered social diversity, persecuted, threatened, an issue which has so glorious as a tragic history. So much potential, so much privation. And there's work to be done, there's challenges to be met. Wherever you step, wherever you move, whatever you study. There are challenges for people who have the ability and the capacity to become spiritual leaders, to be Rechovim, Mechanchim, Rabbonim. Challenges for people who want to work within the context of Bidu Dalma, developing social, political, economic institutions, helping to steer a nation between the souls of steady and danger. The challenges for poets, unacknowledged legislators of the world, as Shirley put it, and challenges for the prosaic, the dumb drum, people who need to have so much to, to accomplish the effect, at the level of daily detail and mutual performance. But if we take our place within the ranks of those who heard the call, responded to it, we need to learn to hear Shema Yisrael.